In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. Take my lips, O God, and speak through them. Take our hearts and think through them. Take our minds and set them on fire with love for you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. If you were looking for a sign of the providence of God at work in all things, if you need reassurance that he's got the whole world in his hands, then you need look no further than the lessons and the collect appointed for today. They are all perfectly suited for the tumultuous week just past, and these things do not happen by accident. Let's begin with the collect. Almighty God, we pray, thou seest that we have no power of ourselves to help ourselves. Keep us both outwardly in our bodies and inwardly in our souls, that we may be defended from all adversities which may happen to the body and from all evil thoughts which may assault and hurt the soul. It's the perfect prayer for us because it teaches us where to look for help in time of need and because it shows us what matters most. We have no power of ourselves to help ourselves, we pray. In good times, it's pretty easy to fool ourselves into thinking that we are self-sufficient, that we don't need to look outside ourselves for help, that we can pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps. But hard times strip those illusions away. Weeks like the one past lay bare the weakness and uncertainty of human life. They bring us to the limit of our own resources and reveal that we do not possess unlimited power. They demonstrate to us that we need help. They drive us to our knees. They teach us that God is our only help in time of need, as the prayer book puts it. They teach us to pray with the psalmist, my help cometh from the Lord who hath made heaven and earth. And again, in a psalm that's been more on my mind these past days, God is our hope and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore will we not fear, though the earth be moved, and though the hills be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof rage and swell, and though the mountains shake at the tempest of the same. And so we turn to God in this our time of need, and at all times, and ask that he would keep us both outwardly in our bodies and inwardly in our souls. We ask for help both outwardly and inwardly, for our material and our spiritual needs, for both body and soul. And in so asking, we learn to look to God for help in every area of our lives. We learn that the entirety of our lives matter to God, our Heavenly Father. We also learn what matters most. We rightly ask God's defense against all adversities which may happen to the body, But we have even greater need to ask God to keep and defend us from all that assaults and hurts the soul. 
These days, we're all keenly aware of the adversities which may happen to the body. Indeed, the very circumstances of this liturgy show them in stark relief, which makes this a good place to reiterate why we're doing what we're doing. The most immediate reason is that we're under the authority of the Bishop of Oklahoma, who has directed the temporary suspending of all public worship services and parish activities between now and Palm Sunday in all churches in the diocese. But we're not doing this only because the bishop told us to do it. We've taken these measures for the common good, to do what is in our power to mitigate the spread of this novel coronavirus. We are sacrificing gathering together in person for the sake of others. We're laying aside our prerogatives, not for our own sakes, but for the sake of those lives which may be spared if the spread of this pandemic is slowed. We're not reacting out of fear, we're acting out of love. And so when we ask to be defended from all adversities which may happen to the body, remember that we are not asking this merely for our own sakes, but for the sake of others, indeed for the sake of the whole world. We're interceding for the life of the world for whom Christ died and rose again. Now, while we rightly ask God to defend us from all adversities which may happen to the body, our Lord clearly teaches us that there are deeper concerns. Fear not them which kill the body, he says, but are not able to kill the soul. And again in the Sermon on the Mount, do not be anxious, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we wear, or what shall we drink? For the Gentiles seek all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be yours as well. So it's clear from what our Lord says that the adversities which may happen to the body are not the worst thing that can happen to a person. What's more dangerous to a person are the evil things, the evil thoughts that may assault and hurt the soul, in the words of the collect. And this brings us in a roundabout way to St. Paul, who shows so powerfully in the lesson today, what matters most is the health of our souls, and that when it comes to our souls, especially, we have absolutely no power of ourselves to help ourselves. But all our help comes as the pure gift and grace of God. As St. Paul puts it, when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. And again, God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And again, in case we're missing the message, when we were enemies, we were reconciled by God, but to God by the death of his son. Again, it's no accident that we're given this passage this morning. It's what God wants us to hear. And by God's infinite wisdom, it's a passage also perfectly suited for today, because it proclaims with such power and clarity the central truth of the gospel, the good news that through faith we are justified and we have peace with God 
through our Lord Jesus Christ. My brothers and sisters, this is what matters most, that by the broken body of Jesus, we have been reconciled to God, that Christ, who loved us and gave himself for us, has made us one with God. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, who is crucified for us, who is himself our peace, who died and was buried and rose again for us, that we might share in his abundant life and know his peace, which passeth understanding, even now in the midst of the storms of this life. Peace I leave with you, he says. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give unto you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let all your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Neither is it any accident that the gospel lesson appointed for this morning is the story of the woman at the well. It shows a narrative form, the truths the epistle and the collect proclaim. We see this especially in the two senses of water at play in the story. The woman thinks in terms of the adversities which may happen to the body. She is concerned with outward physical thirst, the kind of thirst that you can quench from a well. Jesus speaks of, in terms of the evil thoughts which may assault and hurt the soul. He is concerned with inward spiritual thirst, which he, who is the well of life, alone can quench. If thou knewest the gift of God, he says, and who it is that saith to thee, give me a drink, thou wouldest ask of him, and he would have given thee living water. And again, whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up to everlasting life. Christ is our life and our peace. He gives us everything that we need. Let us turn to him. Let us turn and ask of him that he might give us living water and quench our deepest thirsts. Let us heed his voice, for he calls to us, saying, Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And he who has no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Hearken diligently to me, and eat what is good, and incline, delight yourselves in fatness. Incline your ear to me, and come to me, here that your soul may live. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. For I'm persuaded that neither life nor death, nor angels nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us 
from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.